Hello from Diplomatic Language Services, and welcome to our podcast, Language Matters. We make language accessible to everyday people by discussing features which may not exist in other languages. I'm your host, Molly Sampson. Hello, and welcome to this COVID edition of our podcast. Again, my name is Molly, and we're here today to talk about Somali. So we'll have a lot of interesting discussions with our two Somali experts. And so I have Arale with me. So he's one of our teachers at DLS and we have our other teacher, Awiz. And you understood me. Okay, so that's my attempt at saying hello in Somali. So let's start maybe first with uh, Wiz. So I know Somali is spoken in Somalia, but can you tell me a little bit about if it's spoken in other countries or kind of where it is mostly spoken and if there's other languages in Somalia? Uh, Somali right now uh, is being spoken in uh, East Africa. Let's say Somalia, Ethiopia, uh, Djibouti, and Kenya. Mm. And after civil war, we can say all over the world. Minnesota. Yeah, North America, Minnesota, uh, Europe, everywhere. So mostly it's spoken, it's originally from Somalia, but because of the diaspora in, especially in Kenya, Ethiopia, and now globally, it's kind Uh, of everywhere. Yeah, no, I cannot say because of diaspora in Ethiopia and uh, uh, Kenya, because uh, there is a Somali Kenyan, Okay. Uh, that part of uh, Ethiopia, and also there is Somali uh, uh, Ethiopian, that part of Ethiopia. That, I see. Yeah, that speaks Somali also. Okay. What languages is it related to? So if you had to pick kind of the closest language, what family and relationships does it have with other languages? Uh, we can say Somali is one of the Cushitic languages which from branch of Afro-Asiatic family. What other languages are in the family? Uh, Relatives included Afar, Oromo, and uh, Somali. Ah. And I think the Hebrew is coming, or the Semitic, all of them, they come in under Cushitic, Afro-Asiatic, all the way to the Tamashak, all the way to Mali. Yeah, they are a group of this language on Northern Africa and uh, Southern Asia from Middle East and uh, and then the Somali is the one of the really uh, early language that the European colonists tried to conquer. When they came in 1800 and they did decide to divide a Somali ethnic in uh, groups. Uh, and that is when they realized this language is more than what they expect. And especially in Horn of Africa, that's what I always was talking about. Horn of Africa, Djibouti, Ethiopia, Somalia, and Kenya, there is pure Somali ethnic speaking, that part of, uh, part of Ethiopian government and the whole big region of the Somali West, what they call Eastern Ethiopia, is a Somali region. Okay, so how about like within Somalia and maybe even kind of these other populations, how different are the dialects or how different are the different variations in the language? Are they mutually understandable or is there some complications? Yeah, to be honest with you, the Somali language has two distinct regional varieties, like uh, uh, Afmai, that is pronounced uh, Mai, 
I mean, my is the one that you were teaching. Correct? Yes, one time only. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that uh, and the other one is Mahad. That one, the one that uh, right now we are teaching, or that's the one that's uh, like uh, uses the government. Uh, right now, in the constitution, both of them they are like a official language of Somalia. Okay, but my is a different language, correct? It's not uh, a. Is it a dialect? No, no, it's, it's dialect. It's a dialect. It's a dialect, but. <laughs> Mostly it's spoken southern regions. If you take someone from northern and if you take to like a city of Baidaba, if you say uh, the, he cannot understand anything. I see. Arale, can you understand it? Yes, it, it is really when I listen to one of the few surviving Somali academic of language, his name is Mansour. You can write it down and you can check his writing. He's from that area and then he said, when the language have the similarity of more than 40 percentage they are the same language over the different uh, dialects I see, I see, I see. less than two, 40 percentage is totally two different language but you can you can understand it even though it's not your native language uh, absolutely yes absolutely yes because what what i realize is that a the my accent my dialect they missing the two important letters of somali standard somali language which is x and c and whenever the word ends with X, they stop before that X, and uh, and they they pronounce like H, and then the C is the one they are missing. And when I listen closely, like 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 the head in Somali standard, we call mother mother, and you you hear ah at the end. The my people they say mother, and there are some pure some pure Somali. A, 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 a vocab is for Somali word is that is still in my because of they are original the language originated the southwest which is a landlock has no influence from Arabic or Swahili or Italian or English it's pure Somali and if you read the Somali literature of 1800 1900 some of the vocab is you can find only in, in my language is Somali standard disappear or change the change the, the 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 writing. I see. So you mentioned uh, it's kind of interesting the influences. What what is the biggest influence on on the Somali language? Well, you mentioned Arabic, Swahili, English, Italian, Italian which and French, and Eng also English. Which is the which do you think is the biggest influence? Arabic. Arabic. Yes, okay. because of the religion, because of the religion. I Every see, word in the religion, we don't have a Somali language. We follow what the Arabic letters. Ah, uh, okay, okay, because of Islam. Yes. Yeah. And see. also the alphabet is related. All the alphabet is related to uh, Arabic alphabet. Then tell me a little bit about the writing system. You guys use the same characters we do as English, right? Latin, Latin, yes, yes. yes. Latin system. Do you use all the letters? Do you use all 26 letters? Or do you have some extra letters in there? Less. Less. Oh. They don't have <laughs> they don't have P and they don't have also Z. Okay. And they don't have also V. Oh, do you have those sounds or you just don't have those letters? Uh we have it like a regular B, we use it as a B sometimes. And uh, V as a F, we use it as F. Z, like uh, we have Somali girl that's called Zamzam. But we, when we write, we write like Samsung. As S, F. so some, sometimes use S instead yes, of Z. Yes, because 
Yes. Uh, Zemzo. Oh, so you don't have those voice. You sometimes you don't use those voiced ones. Yes. Like uh, F is. Yes. Mm, yes. Sometimes. Yeah, mm -hmm. that name came from Arabic, and it's called a. Uh, it's a war war like a holy water, that we found in uh, Mecca. That's Zemzem, and Somali girls sometimes their name is Zemzem. So, but when you write, you have to write S in this, since you don't have Z. So people always call call her Samsung. Samsung. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So we talked a little bit about the writing system. Let's. You know, we talked a lot about dialects too. Um, so let's talk uh, a little let's, bit let's about. Let's go to the dialogue also. The dialect again. And uh, even uh, Maha, the language, official language right now. Uh, they have different dialects also. As I see. Yes. So we can say 20 above, because if you go wherever you go region, they have their own dialect. I see. I see. And the Mai also is the same. They have 20 above. Some I see. Them, I see. So it's very yes. small groups with very distinct dialects. Yes. Yes. And Arad is... If you can add anything, but more. can you can you understand each other? I mean, you can understand each I, other. I I should say accent. I should say accent, and and um, sometimes a um, any Somali uh, who goes from South East Somali or South East Somali in a Kenya border, all the way to Northwest into Djibouti, and all the way inside Ethiopia, as he, he, he there is a a. Like like the one you said now is Kawarama. Every Somali knows. Every Somali says. But how to say it? How to say it is a little bit accent of the local people is a a, a of saying of their tongue. But a, when it comes a, the majority of the Somalis, even the my uh, speaking Somalis, we understand each other. And mm -hmm. especially after the civil war, uh, they try to put a local accent more emphasis. Since they were making a local government, I but, see. But the standard Somali that you see on the internet, standard my Somali you see the internet or the YouTube, that is a the overwhelming Somalis in Ethiopia, in Kenya, in in Somali Republic and Djibouti, and that's what you see sometimes. Even if you go to Minnesota, and but <laughs> there, there is accent always. There is always accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, anything else? Anything else about dialects, or we talk about in Somali alphabet? We have long vowel and short vowel, and that is a wonderful that a student is like that, because uh, Mali, I have to write M O L L I, not Y L L I, because mm -hmm. uh, Somali I is like 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 ill in America. Yes, yeah. uh, when I need to write like Mali, I have to write double O. Yeah, yeah. It's a longer yeah. one. Yes. So yes. am I Mali and or Mali? I can. No, you are Mali. You are one O. You are short vowel. Okay, okay. But the car, car, if I want to write car in Somali, it's a K A A R. I see. K A A R. Is, is that the word for car in Somali? Uh, yes, and, uh, we have a car in different, uh, not the car in uh, the car in English, but we have another name. <laughs> We oh. have other other name for the car. Oh, what's the other name for car? Babur. Oh. Or there is another one that came from India, cognate. Gari or Gari. Gari. <laughs> yes. 
So okay. that, that's what we have. When you say Babur in Somali, they expect you to say B-A-A-B-U-U-R. Okay, okay. Well, now I know Babur. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Okay. So those are, that's, that's interesting. So we're moving into some interesting things uh, about the language. So we were talking a little bit about uh, how you use pronouns. And instead of using pronouns, you use other other grammar. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, Elise? Yes. Okay. So uh, as before, I told you, so like uh, Somalis, they have what's called a focus marker that English grammar doesn't have it. That's ba and aya. So when you add pronoun, so the end it changes. The end of the verb. No, the the end of the verb and also the focus marker. If I right now, if I want to say I went to the market, so the focus marker is ba. But when I'm making ba to an I, I will say suka ban tagai. You see, I added na. For he, if you want to say he went to the market, you drop the a, you add w. Suka bu tagai. You see, he went to the market. For she, you drop the double a and you add i. So, so, but the W, the W A you're talking about is part of the verb or it's part of the noun? No, part of the pronoun and the conjugation of the verb has to be matched to the pronoun. Okay, so you drop the real, you drop the pronoun and you use this focus marker and then you conjugate the verb too. True, yes. Like, for example, yes. I will give you I and she. You see the tag is the verb. But right now it ended as a past tense, I. Okay, so you have you you have to uh, you have to conjugate the past tense yes. to whatever pronoun or whatever, whatever subject pronoun. you're talking it, about. It's not only past tense. If it's oh, habitual, present tense, past tense. Yeah, if it, tense. yes. So it it has to be matched. I or see. It's going to be tactile. You see. Yeah, you have to conjugate always to the subject. Yes. Based on gender of the pronoun of the yes. subject, based on plurality of the subject, and based on tense. Yes. They're mostly, but mostly I and he is similar conjugation. It's going to be end of the same. She and you singular is same. You all, it's going to be uh, different but similar to the she, but the end is going to be different. Oh, so it's very, very confusing because it sounds similar, but they really are different yes. meanings. Yes. Okay. That's, okay. yeah. I'm glad I don't have to speak Somali very okay. often. Let's so. give Aral also what he was going to add. Well, what I was saying is that what we started with, we have a focus marker. And then uh, um, if you read the Somali textbook of DLI in the DLS, that's the only Somali in the world that uses that one. Uh, he went to market. Instead of saying he, you add you, you, the focus mark, and the went conjugated according to he, which is totally different. When that focus mark is changes to we, 
and you add a a n u even uh, the the verb conjugation changes, changes so yeah. the somali language sometimes when you see the fox you can finish the conjugation and if you see the conjugation you can you can guess what the focus is and, and that is one of the reasons the somali language is flexible and you can move the verb and the focus anywhere you want it in the sentence and the meaning never changes i see i see so the focus which kind of tells you what subject it is can move to the front or the back yes. it doesn't matter as long as it is before the, the conjugation of the verb it doesn't matter i see okay sounds but, confusing but also they have what's called uh grammatical markers that also work is like a what's called a pronoun okay it's wah w-a-x then you add the pronoun the same pronoun you add the fox markers and that's the most time what's used as a like a pronoun but why do you need all of those things so uh when you use it like grammatical marker wah so you have to emphasize more i see but if you're using focus marker, it's just a simple sentences. There is another one also, it's called a wah. That's almost, it's the same as uh, focus marker. So how flexible are you guys if, if uh, English speakers make mistakes on all of these things? Does it get very confusing or, you know, can you kind of forgive English speakers when they make mistakes and just use one of these things? and mess up the conjugation or something like that yeah most of my students most of my students what i say is when they make mistake or the conjugation or fox marker i say can you check uh are you conjugating she or he or they then i will say i'm good he gonna say like or she gonna say i'm conjugating this then i say check your verb conjugation Okay, so really, if you make a mistake on one thing, it gets confusing because you just don't know which one they're talking about. Yes. Okay, so they all, okay, so yeah. you can't cheat your way out of it. Now, I think, I think uh, this is what I, I do sometimes, is, uh, and it's really unique to me, it's not related to anything. I always try to tell the students that number one, a Somali a sentence, like I say, um, uh, Ali went to market. As long as you're using the focus and, uh, and the conjugation according to the focus, you can say market went to Ali and it never changes in Somali listener. It never changes the Somali listener. That's one of the flexibility of the Somali language because every word has enough information to, to, to deliver the meaning of its intended meaning. And when the students make mistake, I always say like always, check what you say or what you wrote and, and tell me in English, word by word, and that's when they realize they put wrong uh, conjugation or they, 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 they flip something that makes uh, an, 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 an difficult to understand for the listener of Somali in, or person or Somali student or Somali native. And that's when they go back and after a few exercises, believe it or not, automatically it comes from their mouth when they know how the focus and the conjugation always go together. I see, and no separation. I see. 
I see. So it's nice because it's flexible because we can mix up all the words, but as long as we get the right words in the right conjugation, it, it yes. makes sense. Yes. It doesn't matter. And Molly went to, to the market, market, Molly went, went to market, Molly, it doesn't matter in Somali. Means Molly went to market. That's it. Okay. Okay. So each one has advantage and disadvantages, I guess. So, <laughs> so I like to end the, the podcast with a proverb. I think Somali has a lot of deep cultural sayings oh and proverbs God. and idioms and things like that. Is there something that you guys like that stands out, a proverb that you like? Mostly, uh, since we are talking about education, uh, we're going to say one uh, that says, Aqon la'ani wa iftin la'an. Means without knowledge is without light. Okay. Without knowledge is without light. Yeah, I, I, I get the feeling. There is one I like it and okay. I like the most is the one that says, uh, you never leave forever, leave a legacy behind. Whether it's a good or bad, it's up to you that legacy, but you will leave something behind. That is toward the Somali parents always say to their children means you will never live forever but they leave legacy behind and think about what you're doing i see what how do you say it in somali and wari wari may see the warhakaharo wari may see means you never live forever warhakaharo leave a legacy behind i see i see yeah okay always did you have one more they they want another one i have is there, it's like a mostly a warning that Somalis give each other for your children, for your friend. It's called, it is like a intadan falin kafirso. Means look before you leave or before you do. I see. So we got the one in English look before you leave, yes. right? Isn't that yes. an English one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Intadan falin kafirso. Okay, that's a good one too. Yeah. There are actually really a lot of the Somali proverbs that have the meaning that's almost almost same meaning in English, but literally, literally, uh, it's a little bit different. But yeah. you can you can you can actually uh, compare to them because uh, every society they have almost the same with a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And different also, places. it depends. Like uh, the Somali is like a mostly it's like a. Livestock herders and farmers. Livestockers? Yes, livestock herders. Oh, the herders, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other, the other one is farmers. Farmers, whenever they do something or their uh, all their like preferences is, uh, is depending on their okay. like, daily life. And uh, also the nomads also, or li livestock herders is always, they apply their they're about the, the yes. animals yes. and all of yes. those things. Then the farmers talk more about weather and... Yeah, even songs, all that, it depends there. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Thank you guys very much. Uh, how do you say thank you in Somali? Mahat seni. I, I leave this one for hours this time. <laughs> Mahat seni? That's one only. One good thing, Mali. In, in Somali language, it's really unique. You just read what you see. There is nothing hidden, nothing hidden. If you if you hear Mahat Senate and you try to write down now, you hear 
M A H A D S I D. Mahat said it, and 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 that's true. I mean, it's, even if you don't know Somali language, but you know how to read, it's easy to read. And the other Somali listeners, he thinks that you know Somali language. <laughs> so the mostly they confuse is the letter C. We Somalis they pronounce as a as a A. It came from Arabic Ain. C, the letter C is in cat. Yes. Oh. They, in English, people they they pronounce or they spell like a. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mahatsani. Mahatsani is But when you want to combine me oh, and Amale, okay, yes. so Mahatsanidin. Mahatsanidin. Amale and Awis. That's the conjugation. At the end, you it changes. Okay, Mahatsanidin. Amale and Awis. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Language Matters. You can continue this conversation by tweeting us at DiplomaticLS or find us on Facebook by searching for Diplomatic Language Services. 